When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BBQ.com for more information. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? That one was bananas. I like that one, though. Nicely done, boys. But uh, Goth Brooks, I'll never forget how goofy it was seeing them. And then when I uh, went to that uh, town meeting to have... Uh, to determine whether or not they were going to put sticks on that sidewalk I crossed in my Jeep every day thinking it was no big deal. And the whole city was going nuts because me and about 30 other people were crossing the sidewalk to scooch over onto a better part of – it's just faster to go somewhere, and there was just a sidewalk in the way. So then they talking about putting gates up, and and I got into Those blockers. fights with old ladies. It was a crazy night. And then the one dude that I'm looking at who's in charge of like city planning and stuff in a shirt and tie and part of the city, and I'm looking at him like, how do I know this dude? He comes up to me and goes, how you doing, man? I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, hey, good to see you again. And I'm like, where do I know? And he goes, oh, Goth Brooks. I'm like, oh, my God, you're the singer of Goth Brooks. <laughs> then I saw the other one. He was a fishmonger at the oh, Whole that's Foods. Right. That's right. He's chucking fish around the Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. That was the, the best. He was the giant The one. best part of the old people fight when I was in that thing. And that I didn't know I was going to get that heated. And it got heated. And it's legendary, evidently, because my uh, gay neighbors, they go to parties in the neighborhood. They're invited. And they'll say stuff like Michael, uh, my gay neighbor, said to me, he goes, we're going over to Angela and Tom's. Did you guys not get the invite? And I'm like, we don't get invited to anything. They do that to be dicks. I know that. Of course they do. They're (laughs) passive aggressive gays. It's very adorable. So then Troy says to me, uh, because we were sitting there talking, and I said, do they talk about us at these parties we're not invited to? Because it's neighborhood parties. My neighborhood loves to talk about the neighbors who aren't there. Do they talk about like me? And, uh, And somebody said, I think Troy asked, did you invite john and megan to the thing and uh the guy goes oh we don't know them and he goes oh and he goes we've heard about john is what troy said the one guy said and uh then they, then people were like what I, I, like you you know him like you guys live in the same spot and uh troy's like yeah and he goes what do you think and he goes I actually like him a lot I, I think he's great really really and i said are they always shocked and troy's like kind of that like you can get along with me <laughs> Which is the way I want it. I'm surprised that your type would like him. It's the way I want it. And they are. They're totally yeah. surprised the gays and I get along in secondary. And then I don't want anything to do with their stupid Sunday house finger parties. It's a sandwiches and then my wife, you can throw in McCuck her later. No interest in your stupid get-togethers in your house and your, and your 
handheld foods that have no health inspector behind them. No. I'll BYO food. But uh, some guy just emailed me and said he remembered watching Vin Scully do a Dodgers game. And that Vin read a letter from somebody who didn't like Vin. Even Vin Scully got letters of people who didn't. And I can't imagine not liking Vin. I, I don't like the Dodgers at all, but I watched old games because of Vin. Because of Vin. And he said the best part was the end when he read the whole letter about how his basically his time had passed. It's, you know, maybe you were great one day. I don't hear it now. It's time to let new blood in the – you don't know anything about analytics. You don't know anything about this. And then Vin's uh, comment at the end was, it's always good to hear from a Giants fan in Dodger clothing. <laughs> and he just, <laughs> just shuts it down. The best part of this prick's letter – I get a lot of hate mail, you know, and the thing I always fire back with is, your wife didn't seem to hate it when I was buried in her <laughs> last night, two and one to Jaeger. And I know Jaeger's not playing anymore. I see ghosts of baseball past on the field here at Dodger Stadium. I love that. Vin, if Vin could fight back, I'd like to read some of Vin's old hate mail as Vin. Maybe that'll be his funeral. So we have a... Uh, Shoebox full of old hate letters to Vin Scully that Vin would read. Oh, there's nothing better than hate mail read by Vin Scully for Vin Scully. I Your hope Davey Lopes <laughs> bat shatters and flies up in the booth and gets you in the throat. Your dick is the size of a small acorn. You look like a teddy bear with a button for a penis. <laughs> well, thanks for that one. We take a look at the Bellinger's stats for the year. My dick is actually quite ample. Just ask your mom. And he takes balls low and away. Speaking of balls low and away, your mom. I would love that. So, yeah, every sportscaster is, has been punched in the face by some jackass writing letters. You have to get over it. Another thing uh, uh, that's the Antonio Brown situation is getting weirder because now Terry Bradshaw's the bad guy. Michael Strahan, America's beloved Michael Strahan, who's on – Every show that there is, and he's been to space once because everybody likes him. Uh, Michael Strahan and Terry Bradshaw, I was just reading this just now. Terry Bradshaw said the phrase about Antonio Brown after it happened on the Fox Post game, put him in a straitjacket and send him to a hospital. That's what he said. Michael Strahan then went, acted like he was taking his clothes off and reenacted it a little bit like he was losing his mind, (laughs) basically making fun of Antonio Brown's insanely unacceptable behavior. Yeah. They are now under fire, and are, uh, people are calling for them to be suspended. Now, it's Terry's second suspension of the year if that happens because he told Aaron Andrews she looked pretty once. Ridiculous Brian, still. Brian, her cowboy, cowgirl get up. Whoa, cowboy boots, you look great. Everything, I love it. Nice job. You look great, Aaron. And although I watched uh, MJ Acosta uh, completely go crazy over the suit that Willie McGinnis was wearing the yeah. other day, no big deal. He's looking fly, I believe. Sharp. That's a great suit. You're wearing that thing well. She's allowed to do it. Uh, but he told her that she looked good because she interviewed, uh, was it uh, Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott? I don't remember. Or no, it was that uh, the, the the dude with the giant hands. Uh, on his ranch. Yeah, it was on his farm ranch. And she went out to a farm ranch dressed like a farm girl. Dressed up in your cowboy boots. Wear, looking good, Eric. Yeah, you got to sit out a couple weeks. You can't. You can't find attractive people attractive out loud, Terry. That's against the rules in 2021. And you also can't look at a crazy person being crazy and say, this guy's acting crazy. You have to all of a sudden have a doctor's uh, medical background. You can't, you can't say crazy looks crazy. Somehow or another, just because he's crazy, 
that's acceptable behavior, right? Like, that's what we have to accept the behavior of somebody who's nuts because of mental health. I disagree completely. Somebody with mental health issues definitely needs help. That needs to be uh, first and foremost. But their behavior is not excusable. When you act like a nutball, you can't go, oh, that person needs help. If I walked over and punched Brady in the face because I got extreme anger issues and I need mental health because I, I, I'm a disaster, it didn't give me the right to do what I did. It doesn't give me the right to do terribly stupid things. Those events can get called out. But and then, and then Brady goes, that, that guy needs help. That guy needs help. Yeah. You, you can say, I'm going to kick his ass if he ever does anything like that again, but he needs help. But I guess on the, uh, the other side of it is if someone else – another uh, news station or radio station or whatever that did uh, a broadcast and mimicked your action towards me. Hilarious. Like, very funny. Right. What Terry Bradshaw was doing and what uh, Strahan was trying right. to do, they would have gotten probably. But they shouldn't. That's what it's happened. And they I don't shouldn't. know that they would. I don't, I, we're extreme examples. But, I mean, but how it, many people did that, though, when Antonio Brown did that behavior, uh, you know, did that whole thing off the field? That was the... It was the joke of the but day. But look at the memes that came out. The memes and, the inter- and everybody who acts like they're woke and pats themselves on the back, then shut your internet off because all it's been is memes about Antonio yeah. Brown's crazy behavior. Yeah. Is he crazy? Does he need – is there a deeper story to it? Yeah. Is it our problem? No. Guy just jackassed his way out of the NFL, a dream job for almost every person who's ever picked up a football and said, my God, I would never want that. So there's something wrong with him. Yesterday, but supposedly that- two teams – yeah, sure. That, that, well, that, well, that's the story they want to sell because it's a soap opera first. It, yeah. There's nothing. It's WWE. It's all about the clicks. The NFL is all about that. They're, they're, they're pushing the agenda that other teams want. I'm not, and it'll drive us crazy. But here's my argument back to that because if he's in such need of mental health uh, help and, and he, he's got mental health issues and we have – that's the story. It's not him acting crazy or doing something absolutely inexcusable. That's – forget it because I guess inexcusable behavior – is immediately trumped by he needs mental uh, help. Yeah. Uh, play, do you have a little of Antonio's uh, rap? Unfortunately. Okay, here's Antonio's rap song that he released man, minutes after back, leaving the field. Wait for the moment, man, to see you run down the field again, brother. I told you from day one, this was going to be a tough move. You made so He had the wherewithal after he uh, ran off the, the field to promote his new album. Yeah. This is how he... I'm from the pit, not the palace. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm kind of stylish. This is how he articulates his music. Jump in the coop with no mileage. Run it. Style it. I'm from the pit, not the palace. Okay. I gotta so, run it. Style it. That's, his, that's how he, that how he uh, decides to write. That's his, that's, and I've read his Twitter when he, and it's very rarely does it sound like this, which is a quote from Antonio Brown yesterday. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to a productive football career after difficulties. That would have ended it earlier. We work together to resolve those. Do you think this sounds like him? Do you think, oh, he's, yes. you think he's writing this? We work together to resolve these difficulties, and I will always appreciate that. Being part of a Super Bowl championship team and now a contender is more than a dream come true. I've made mistakes, and I'm working on myself, and I have positive influences all around me. 
Well, one thing I, I should do it while this going on. Because of my commitment to the game, I relent to pressure directly from my coach and played injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. I was injected with what I now know is a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using and has given it to my entire team. Does this sound like a guy who's mentally unstable? When it's his, him, man. When his lawyer wrote this, when his yeah. lawyer wrote this for him to say, we got to get you back in the league and blame the Bucks for your behavior. Or we're going to get paid. And that's the other thing. So I don't think he's that mentally unhealthy. Basically what he's done is gone right to his lawyers and say, put out a statement that sounds nothing like anything I've ever written in the past. Make it the most articulate thing ever. Now, I say that because I've read Antonio Brown's Twitter. I used to watch his, uh, his TV show on, on, uh, he had when he was with the Steelers. And I can't remember what it was called. Something happening. But he was – that's not how Antonio Brown communicates. So I know right. that's that's a PR move. So he had it in his head to go, all right, I'm not that crazy. Here's the problem. I had a – my ankle was hurt. I got injected. I got mad and I left for all the right reasons. This yep. has nothing to do with my mental health at all. Everybody wants to place mental health on there. He's telling you through lawyers, PR, the people around him, an entire PR department that wrote a letter for him saying, here's what Antonio's after – uh, the Bucks. He didn't want to play, not because he's crazy or he had a meltdown. He he didn't want to play. He was asked to play because hurt. he was injured and he did. He said he can't, and they kept injecting him with with painkiller. So he's saying I am completely okay, absolutely one hundred percent mentally just fine. The problem was I was being injected against my will by a team with painkillers that nobody uses anymore. That's another PR move. So well, it's a and, PR move because it's going to get him a lawsuit. Him. Right. Yeah, yeah, so he is affect him mentally too. If you're uh, the, uh, he's not bringing up the, anything mental, yeah. and neither's the people around him. So the people like Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan, who saw inexcusable behavior, instead of just sitting on the side and saying, "I can't play, I'm too hurt," he lost his mind, angry. So yeah, he's got a, an anger issue. But from everything I'm reading after, there's nothing about mental health involved in this at all. This is a guy who's just furious. And now saying, I have a right to be, I've, th- I've calculated this way out, and I was right to do it. Nothing about me has lost my mind. I'm angry at the NFL, I'm, and he's doing it so we can sue him and make money. And he might. That's why the Bucks haven't cut him yet. He's still on the understand. roster because they can't, because if he is injured and a doctor says this guy was too injured to play, yeah. and the Bucks said we were rolling him out there like crazy, you know, lawsuits like, like mad. And the pressures of... Uh Playing injured no, that is supposed to be not non existent yes. in the NFL exactly. anymore. That no, it's still there. Yeah, and Eric Dickerson coming out yesterday saying he's got CTE. He thinks he's having trouble with his brains, and he said the NFL is something I would never let. It's a joke, like the way they treat you after. And he said, and it's not only from the coaches, from the players. Oh, you got a boo boo, right? You well, there's play. a lot of boo boo mentality that you yeah. go out, you play hurt. That's the yeah. man's way, and I agree with that. If you get in football, part of football is you play hurt. It stinks. You're going to play with part some of pain. It. You're going to play hurt. I, Dale Hellestray comes to my house to watch football. Sometimes. He's banned because every time he comes, it's just a, a nonsense blowout game. Boring. Then we got to listen to Dale talk. But uh, he's always like, oh, did somebody get a boo-boo? Like the players on the sidelines, like you can get out there and play because I go out there and play hurt all the time. So he's mad. And to me, that letter sounds like a guy who's got his faculties completely in order. And he was angry at his he – was, he had a legal grievance and found out he was being injected. This is somebody who had it all together. So Terry Bradshaw wasn't wrong in assessing that this guy lost his mind and handled it poorly. He wasn't crazy. 
But we do have the other side that, you know, all right, let's find out. Was he injected? Was he, you know. Well, sure, but we got, we got to do all that. We can't just assess it by looking and not care. Well, yeah. it's not like they forced him under the needle. It's like he could still just walk out and go, you know what? I'm, I'm not doing it. Goodbye. Take a needle. And not dance on his way out the door. We're three years removed. throwing stuff in the, uh, three in years, the uh, crowd. Exactly. It, it was a terrible it was, show yeah. of, uh, it was a baby fit. Right. Uh, the, uh, we're three or four years removed from Deion Sanders on the NFL Network. Watching guys go to the locker room and saying the phrase, put a needle in it. That was like a catchphrase he had. Yeah. Go get a needle. Put a needle in that. Because that's what they did. Tore it all and all the stuff that they shot into those guys. And I think that's what he's talking about. And they're was, going by the you know the advice of the physician as far as, you know, you rolled an ankle or did something to your knee. It should be fine. We can do that. You can get and, through the game. And now, you know, there's a lot of players that end up, it was bad medical advice. I say advice this, Emmett Smith. What, one of the first things you think about with Emmett Smith is the NFC Championship game where he broke his collarbone, and they numbed it up, and the guy went out there and almost had like 150 yards rushing yeah. and was like touchdown after touchdown, one of the greatest performances of his career. And it's, it's revered as the most manly thing. Willis Reed, New York Knicks, limping back out onto the court in the finals, and everybody's like, oh, play, the bar, uh, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott cutting his own finger off to get back in. You either, either go to the hospital and get this thing fixed or we stump it, cut it off. I'm, it's a Super Bowl going on. I don't know when I'm coming back. Turned out he went back to a couple others. <laughs> he could have kept his finger and I'll get the next one. Still get a ring. But yeah, Antonio Brown, uh, this, this, this whole, look, mental health is a serious topic and, and nobody knows nuance anymore. It's either this or it's that. Uh, to me, he's nuts. And his behavior was crazy, and this is a and to, what it is is this guy's an asshole more than he is mentally unstable, and uh, can't handle any sort of weight on his shoulders because when it gets on his shoulders, he's proven he loses control of his uh, ability to to adapt. If it doesn't go his way, exactly it sounds, like. sounds like what a baby fits. So yeah. let's get off of Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan for going. I would never tolerate this on a field with a teammate of mine. I'm glad he walked off. Put him in a straitjacket and get him the f*** out of here. But I think Terry and, and, and Michael are saying exactly what everybody else in the league is in thinking. The world. But Right, but the league – Now, you can't now the NFL has to be super careful because they've like turned a blind eye to so many people getting hurt and not paying for it. You know, The, the CTE thing buried them in the world of we can't act like we don't care or – this guy's an idiot. You can't call your players idiots anymore because they did it for so many years, and it turned out that there was an actual reason why. When like Mike Webster kept petitioning and going like something's wrong, something's very very, and they're like, bury it, bury it, bury it. Even our buddy Dale had to. It was letter and Dale has twenty operations uh, meeting after meeting under his belt and needs probably ten more, and it's a hassle to get it. He's like the NFL doesn't treat it. Mark Malone, who we used to know very well here. Came in and told me he. If people forget Mark Malone was an ASU quarterback in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, and also uh, had they not boycotted the Moscow games in nineteen eighty, Mark Malone was the United States representative in the decathlete, the decathlon. I'm sorry, yeah, he that's was a, right. He was a decathlete. Wow. He was Bruce Jenner with a dick. <laughs> he was the guy. Uh, fast. He had like a four 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 five or four six forty, which back then was amazing, especially considering his time or his size. And the fact that he was a quarterback, which was unheard of. He was a running quarterback at ASU. Blew his knee out badly. I think it was his rookie year. And they put him at wide receiver because they were out of wide receiver. He didn't get an operation. He didn't get anything. They're like, get out there. He said, I, it, it, knees heal 
And they used to play on concrete. That was an AstroTurf over concrete over, stadium. Yeah, it brutal. And it blew his knee up, and he said, my knee was never the same, and it ruined my career, and the NFL did nothing about it other than say, knees heal. He got an operation a couple years later, but the Steelers doctors, and he's like, it was awful because it was normal. Does it make it right? No. But that was the way it was. So, I mean, the NFL has turned a blind eye to a lot of injuries in the past, putting needles and things and everything else. They've, they've, they've got to pretend like this is a bigger deal. But Terry Bradshaw saying the guy's nuts, his behavior was nuts. we got to get back to a time where you can point at something and go, that ain't right. That's not normal. It certainly looks nuts yeah. to me. Instead of coddling somebody who's acting like a, an insane person, you sit and you walk over. Uh, if you're close to them, I'm not going to do it. I don't know. If, if, if I didn't know Brett and he was running around with his shirt off, I'm like, all right, everybody, get away from him. That's crazy. Yeah. We're designed to recognize. We also know a lot of his past, too. Right. But even if it's not, we're designed as human beings to recognize fish-out-of-water behavior. Yeah. We're, we're, we're equipped with that in our heads to look and say, this is not normal. This is a situation that I'm uncomfortable with and I need to get away from. And that is not what people are like, no, you see somebody with mental health issues acting out, you have to go help them. Uh-uh. Because I'm not getting anywhere near that at the time it's actually occurring. Because if you're – the scenario, if your ankle is hurt and they shot it up and they, you feel you can't play yeah. and then you leave the field, you're usually not leaving happy and waving to everyone. And jumping that jacks. You're, oh. you're out of the game because you're yeah. injured. He was jazzercising on the way out the door. I mean it was ridiculous. <laughs> Jazzercise. <laughs> it's true. He didn't look injured to me. He looked – Perfectly capable. Well, of getting not so it much, done. but your mood wouldn't be right. I'll if tell you, you couldn't this. play, you know, because there's plenty of guys that uh, you're just pissed off. You can't play. But in the NFL, the, the doctors are saying, "No, we're not putting you back right. in there." Look at Alex Smith, for God's sakes! Everybody told him you might not walk, and the dude couldn't wait. The first person that tackled him after he had a thousand pins and a new leg put on was Aaron Donald, and he rode him like a backpack. I'm like, I can't watch this. That guy's leg's going to explode. He couldn't wait to get back out there. If I'm Bruce Arians, coach of the Buccaneers, and I see my player bouncing off the field like that, I'm like, I was right. This guy's capable of playing. He's done. It's, it's minor. Yesterday, I can barely walk right now. I've got such a bad situation going with my leg. And, and it's just mind over matter. Yesterday, I was doing uh, boxing drills and, and fighting and stuff just because I got to. I got to keep moving. Otherwise, I'll go nuts. So uh, afterwards, it hurts and everything else. And I've had a terrible attitude towards it. But you can work through injury. If you can walk, you can probably push a little bit. But Antonio Brown bouncing off the field said i was too injured to play in football if i'm looking at and you're running around or jogging like that you can go and play it looks like you can go at least as a decoy but terry bradshaw terry bradshaw's the bad guy here terry bradshaw's the one saying this guy's acting like it he's acting like an idiot michael is it put him in a straight jack get him in a hospital right away oh my god how dare you terry say exactly what happened how That's dare exactly you? exactly what everybody else yeah. is feeling. How, how dare you analyze this perfectly? How dare you? Yeah, he does. And you know who's responsible for mental health? Help. Your friends and your family. Not me watching TV. Not Terry Bradshaw. Um, Terry Bradshaw can say, and it's like, oh, he shamed people who needs mental No, he didn't. He can go still go get mental health, but it doesn't mean that, you know, the, you know, you know who needs, you know who also. Friends can help so much. Yeah. Know, Nathan Sutherland. Yeah, is mentally unstable, but nobody ever said, "Well, he needs he needs to help. He needs to get some." No, we want to throw, put him in a straitjacket and put him in a hospital. Guy's insane. His behavior proved it, and I know that's extreme, but it's like we don't say that when mental health turns into something so much more than just bouncing off a field, losing it. He could hurt himself or other people. That's for the people around him to deal with. But when it's you know dumb stuff like this on a football field, it's not necessarily groundbreaking mental health awareness. 
Guy's a jackass. His friends and family don't care. His lawyers don't care. They wrote a letter that didn't say anything about Antonio needing help. They're like, he's too hurt to play football. And he, uh, you, you kick him off the field, we'll have a lawsuit. Or waiting. we're going to go through this angle. Right. Yeah. right. That wasn't anything about mental health. How come the people closest to him haven't said he's screwed up? It's Terry Bradshaw has to screw you. You take your clothes off at work. I'll tell you right now, I'm never going to change my mind about this. You take your clothes off at work and dance out to your car. <laughs> that guy's losing his mind. Put They're him in trying a, to make me work the in there. The first thing I'm thinking to myself is, put that person in a straitjacket and get into a hospital. Isn't that saying, let's get him to a mental health facility? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. True. Put him in a straitjacket and get him to a hospital is the nicest thing anybody said. Terry Bradshaw was 100% right. This guy's out of his mind. Take him to the loony bin real quick. But it's how he said it. In this Good. world, it's how he I know. said it. Because he was supposed to go, this is just so sad. Yeah. And you know, the pressures of the game are so much. And it's gotten to him. And he's a great person. We don't know that. Why do we have to assume that? I think he's a dick. Everything he's shown me is the guy's a dick. They're trying to get rid of Bradshaw. I think so I mean, too. They're just trying, they want a Len Casper, just vanilla dude. I think you're that right. Just I, does the whole thing. Maybe they're looking at those uh, college game day studios and like, man, hey, Terry ain't pretty. You got Howie Long sitting next to Terry Bradshaw. I tell you, Howie, your haircut makes me look worse, more bald. How you doing? Put him in a straight jacket, get him to the hospital. Howie still makes the cut. Howie's in. Howie is in. Howie's gorgeous. Like he's eighty. Even Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't really want to be there the whole time. No, Jimmy'd rather be fishing. Yeah, but I think half of them want to be there because Terry's fun. Strahan, he, he just wins all the way around. I don't know. That guy's got America by the heartstrings. That, everybody loves Michael Strahan. He's just so safe, but he's safe. He's the Seacrest. He is Seacrest. He is the of Seacrest. The NFL, You're yeah. absolutely and, right. Yep. But uh, Terry, I think you might be right. I think this is a push to get Terry oh, yeah. out because they've gotten him on two things that are like. Nobody in America is mad at Terry Bradshaw for this. Nobody. And maybe they're, oh, Terry's got to just, because Terry could just step away. I'm good. Maybe. I don't know. Five divorces might might say different. He's got a nice ranch, and it seems like everything's going well. His reality shows. I I have to wonder if Terry goes, bills, 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 every time he goes to the mail. I think Terry's still got a lot to pay for. He must. That's the only reason. Because why deal with it? But again, like when Caliendo told me when he talked to Gruden, and Gruden basically said, it's, I got piles of money. It's not about money. It's about saving my, like being uh, 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 known, I guess. Yeah. It was like, he, like the money doesn't matter. It's not about, necessarily your brand, your Yeah, it's just your you. heritage. It's just, yeah, it's your legend. Your legend becomes your, your currency because money's nothing. It doesn't even like keep putting more on the pile. Because yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, why wouldn't Gruden, why wouldn't all these guys just go away? If I'm Terry Bradshaw, I don't need that heat. So I always say if you win the lottery, you're the worst employee ever. Because the first day, you know, a little hits the fan. You're like, I'm gone. I remember uh, earlier the promo was you could win Terry's money. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just a house. Yeah. (laughs) Is it? I'm like, I guess someone won Terry's money. I never heard. They've turned Terry's uh, show into a divorce settlement on TV. Not Terry's house. It's just you can win a house. A house. Yeah. Probably. I'm giving away five houses, Brady, to five different women. Now I'm giving it to a fan. Alan writes in and says, all these damn puss cakes want freedom of speech, but uh, when they get upset when somebody tells them how they really feel, so it's not really freedom. If anything, Terry Bradshaw needs to be in a straitjacket. That guy's insane. If you've ever had a child, he'll tell you. I had the pleasure of a 10-minute conversation with him on the phone. A, he talked to me like we'd known each other for 20 years, which was a little off-putting, and he called me a bald prick a couple of times. I'm like, hey, talk about being self-aware. 
this and you bald prick. Hey, kettle pot. How dare you call me a bald prick? Called you a bald prick. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Because I was making fun of him. Like, we had, we were talking like we'd been friends for years. Yeah. Because he just doesn't care who he's talking to. What? He's Terry. And we're, I told him, I said, there's no way you're But he's that. also going off of, you're in that I circle. I Jeff if Dye. If Jeff Dye. Right. Jeff Dye, it was on Jeff's phone. And he gives a, and I said, uh, by the way, Terry, there's no possible way you're using that bathtub with the door. <laughs> that you're in those commercial bathtubs. Now, you don't have one of those in that, because he's in this, his FaceTime. Gorgeous house. Just beautiful ranch. and it's be- I'm like, there's no way you installed one of those bathtubs in that house. You, I did too. I'm like you did not. They're just don't. You took the money. I'm like my, how much? My fourth house. Yeah. I said, <laughs> how much did you get for that? He goes, none of your business. I'm like, how much did you get for the? I got a hundred grand for that. You bald prick. And I'm like, all right, all right that's see there. That's all I needed to know. But it was you know he was fun. But how dare he actually do his job perfectly and then the world can't handle how he said it. And it's just a few dumb people. That just can't say, yeah, Antonio Brown's behavior was unacceptable. Hopefully he gets help. That's, how you, that's the thing I don't understand in this world. Like I've always said, why can't we say George Floyd wasn't a great citizen and didn't deserve to die that way? Why can't we have things? Be, Terry, or, uh, Antonio Brown is a prick who did a bunch of dumb stuff, probably needs some mental health help. Why is, why is that? Because there's no middle of the road there's anymore. There's no middle. Like, why can't that be the way we all live? And I think it is the way we all live. But the the outskirts get so loud on stupid Twitter and Facebook and everything that it turns into a big, you know, bad guy, good guy thing. So everybody's in a black hat or a white hat, and I just don't live like that. I don't know who does. Stupid. Put him in a straitjacket and get him to a hospital is the only person that actually said anything about getting Antonio Brown help right away. Before something really bad happens. Right. He was right. Yeah, straight. Put him in a straight. Straitjackets were designed to keep the person from hurting themselves. Yeah. So there's probably some straitjacket ideas in Antonio Brown because, but that letter he wrote tells me he's got it all together. This isn't about mental health, so don't turn it into that. That's your assessment, armchair psychiatrist. All I'm thinking is that's why he was so happy on that Uber drive home with the Uber driver. Yeah. Guys, like, he just graduated uh, (laughs) high school or college. Uber driver was like the guy was out of his mind happy. Nicest guy in the world. (laughs) <laughs> Seems like he's got it all together, but we're but again, everybody's so afraid that the the Twitter police are going to come after him. You try to everybody. I think that's what the world is now. We try to say all the right things because Big Brother will uh, attack us. George Orwell's 1984 is always often overused as a as an analogy for what's going on, but that one's real. We don't say what we're really thinking. Uh, at least most people don't on their Twitter because they're afraid that the Twitter cops will attack. I forgot what we were talking about a while ago when that one guy was sending me memes of, uh, God, what was it? It was something terrible. And he sent me, oh. Uh, Kept sending them to you. Was it the Brenneman thing? But it was, he was sending me memes of just, just awful things. And then, but on his Facebook, it was just basically like, this is egregious and this person needs to be fired and what a terrible event. And I can't believe anybody would, uh, you know, uh, condone this type of behavior. And meantime, because we're friends, I'm getting all this other stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Oh, no, I got to keep it on Facebook. I can't do that. My work will see it and they'll think I'm a jerk. (laughs) So none of that, all that stuff was, oh, yeah, no, I don't care about that. Well, this isn't right. You can't, now you're you're going on other people's pages to tell them how wrong they are. Meanwhile, you're doing this behind the scenes. Jackass. Did you send me the Brenneman one with the Christmas hat? It's a Merry Christmas, two in Wanda. Oh, yeah, it has the sweater, the Christmas sweater. sweater. Oh, that's a great one. It's an ugly sweater of Brenneman. 
and then you know deep drive by Castellanos. <laughs> Such a great sweater. It's just awful. Anyway, so if you need mental health help, but it comes back to what we were saying from the what you said in the morning. It's mob mentality. Oh, completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's scary because you'll lose your job if you say the wrong thing, even though it's what everybody else is thinking. But you'll have three quarters of those people that are jumping in. Yeah. Are just jumping in because it's like the they feel like they ninety four. Yeah. Like I got got it. oh. It's, well, they also feel start like doing it if I if I say what I really think. Well, the South Park did a great episode about that years ago when it was the Caitlyn Jenner. And any time her name got mentioned, everybody looked around the room and someone would go, she's brave and beautiful. And I'll go, of course, of course, of course. And then the one kid goes, I don't think so. And he was a pariah. Yep. Like, how dare you? Because it was the Brett Favre clap. Yeah. Because he didn't, he, you don't have to like Caitlyn Jenner. You don't have to think she's beautiful. You don't, have to, you don't even have to think she's brave. You can think she's stupid. You're totally entitled to all of it. Twitter won't let you. Which is why I don't know why you'd want to be on it. If you went on there, I don't understand the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. She seems like a lunatic to me. Oh! <gasps> Might lose your job. It's not worth it. Viper in your pocket. But Antonio Brown, I you know maybe he's got a case too. If they're shooting toward all in his leg and he doesn't know it, or he's yeah, being, he's being I told mean, he's got the wrong I, stuff. And when the, I saw heard that um, yeah. when he made the comment about the ankle, yeah, I'm like oh, Bucks are in trouble. And I mean, if that's here's the reason I think word. it makes sense is that the Bucks haven't cut him yet, so they're looking into were we giving him something and saying it was something else because we're done. If that's the case, he's got us by the ball. So then they'll peel the doctor off and say, we didn't approve this. Right. So they'll try Just to like make the Tom Brady go. thing. Yeah. The, the deflators. Yeah, there's. Yeah, no, they'll get Sorry, it. Sorry, Buccaneer staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody will be going away. <laughs> somebody's going to be working in college again soon. You're probably going to be at Central Florida next year. Uh, but yeah, so Terry Bradshaw, you got all the support of the world of most normal people. But I think Brett's right. I think the writing's on the wall. And Terry might not be seeing it, that they want him out. That he's not, he's not Twitter. Or they're worried about that he's at that particular age that something could. He's going to say out. something dumb, but he's yeah. also not a click getter. Yeah, he's not appealing to the new group. Uh, a lot of people coming up in their twenties and thirties don't know who Terry Bradshaw is. Is he that important to the party? And he's dangerous because the thing that we loved about him is now like a thing in twenty twenty two that you're like, I don't know if we want to keep this alive. He's getting older. He's getting a little more crotchety. Maybe behind the scenes, he's saying a lot of things. Well, because he—that's <laughs> where the trouble starts brewing now—is the behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. the after banter, or even you yeah. know, that guys are getting in trouble. People are uh, joking around. Yeah, I won't say who told me this, but uh, that when they met Terry Bradshaw, he mentioned the size of their head. You got one of the heads like a retard. <laughs> that's right. And the, years ago. No, it wasn't Toledo. <laughs> no, it wasn't Toledo. <laughs> Although, fitting and very possible that, that, that Toledo's heard that before he's got one of them giant heads. It was not Toledo. <laughs> so maybe behind the scenes is Terry feels pretty comfortable saying things like that. He might be doing it around Fox and people are like, Ugh, we got to be careful because it's, it's, it's not on the air yet, but it's definitely leaking around the hallways that Terry's a little comfortable with language because he does say some crazy fun stuff. He doesn't care because he's like, I'm not coming from the... Look, he gets it, though. Yeah. It's just his filter might not be the same as what they're looking for. I love Terry Bradshaw. I'm biased. Steeler fan, super, you know, he's a hero to me. But hilarious on TV. And couldn't have been more right about the Antonio Brown thing. And if you need help with your mental, then uh, the people around you should be the first ones doing it. Your lawyer should... <laughs> 
Should be writing letters saying that's good. Toledo. Dicks. Saw that truck rolling into my neighborhood. I didn't actually. I actually didn't even see that coming. I couldn't see it. Your head was in the way. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical truths? Uh, wake up song brought to you by our boys over there at Action Rise Shop. Over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Make sure you hit them up. You're going to hit the slopes. Jumping on that snowboard, you're getting the skis rolling. They got the rentals, they got the sales all dialed in for you. And if you're not going up north, well, hit the trails this uh, this weekend because it's going to be some great weather. I think it's going to hit the 70s again. So yeah. uh, they got all your mountain Today. biking. Yeah, they they're yeah. Gonna, got all your mountain biking gear, bikes, rentals, whatever you need. They got it over there at Action Ride Shop. Check them out, actionrideshop.com. And I'll say this: if you're going to start riding the trails, and I'm not capable of doing it right now, still recovering from a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I want to get back on the bike, and I'm just not ready to get on the trails yet. Uh, now's the time to learn how to do it. Oh, yeah. Because it's a snail's pace on the trails right now, especially the trail 100, because it's the new year. Everybody's resolutions, I'm going to start walking every morning or doing it. They wreck the trails for about 33 days. Usually 33 days is when you start seeing the trails open up. And, and if it gets into the 80s, the pigs are back home eating Cheetos again. They're not, they're, they walk when it's like 65 because they're thermal. They're like dugongs without water. They're walking around. They're comfortable in the cold because they're, they're shielded from it by their giant layers of blubber. Uh, they're out there right now. So if you're going to learn to get a bike and you want a mountain bike, now's the time to do it because you'll go real slow. You're at a pace that's like comfortable to learn, and then by the time March rolls around and all the pigs are off the trails, and uh, and they start getting in the heat, oof, man! You're and they got be, those e-bikes too. Yeah, you'll be good at it by so, then. Those so e-bikes. then the pigs can jump on those. I want to get <laughs> store that don't, energy up. Don't on encourage that. pigs on e-bikes because that makes me feel bad when I'm manually huffing and puffing up that thing, and I got a pig passing me. That's the worst, too. Oh. That is the absolute worst. How you doing? Yeah. And he's not even breathing hard. <laughs> Big hill, isn't it? You got a picnic basket on your e- you son of a bitch. It's got a drumstick hanging out of his mouth. By the and- time I get to the top of the hill, he's r- spit roasting a pig with an apple in its mouth. <laughs> I ended up here almost an hour faster than you. Thanks, hog. All right, so oh, wait, I got to say this too. Uh, Scott Haynes made a great point about Antonio Brown. Said, "Hold on a second. Is this the same guy that faked a vaccine card because he wouldn't take an injection, but was taking injections of things he didn't even know from the Bucks?" Good point. That's yeah, a no great kidding. point. That's a great point. He wouldn't get a COVID shot for whatever reason. Faked the vaccine card, got suspended for it. And now he's complaining all oh, they were all the needles I didn't even know what was going in me. Why didn't they just give him the shot? If they would have said the this vaccine shot would be um, like testosterone replacement, or this could help your performance. There would be every oh, yeah. player. They should have lied. And saying, most people. They should have like they've lied a lot about this. Should have yeah. just lied to the NFL and said this is like a performance enhancer and your one time use. <gasps> but yeah, that's a good point. I won't take the COVID vaccine. I'm not doing. It. I'll fake it. I'll go. I'll actually get suspended, digging my heels in against it, and then his. Well, they were shooting me up with so much stuff I didn't even know it was going in me. That is a great point. That is sure they'll bring that excellent up. Excellent point. Oof. Yeah, there's a court case. There's there's lawyers fighting right now without having spoken yet. They're building cases. But this this Antonio Brown thing is is not good. And on the heels of Eric Dickerson saying the NFL is no good. You don't want Eric Dickerson coming out going, ah, I got problems and they're not doing anything about it. And he can't come back to the, the Bucks. That's I would Sure he can. Him. Whether they play him or put him I, in the facility again is different. It's all about settlement. Oh, I don't think he will. I'm no, saying, yeah, yeah, he can though. He's it's like well, yes. he's not fired or cut or anything. But he's been I'm asked saying, not to come. team, the whole no. team breakdown of other members wanting him on the team and all it just wouldn't. It's Probably not going to work. Probably not. Yeah, but like from a legal standpoint, he's still a member of the team. And I will walk away Whew. for the right price. Right. 
hey, you take care of me, and this is gone. Oh, boy. What do you got up there? <laughs> All right, we got Volbeat up there, Pantera, Motley Crue. Uh, so I'm thinking suicidal, institutionalized for Antonio. That's kind of where <laughs> no, I'm no, at for with Terry this Bradshaw. Moment. He's the crazy one. See, that's oh yeah, my bad, yeah. my bad. And of course, it's suicidal <laughs> tendencies. So that one sparks you. I'll, I'll give you that. We haven't done it for a while for Brett. Institutionalized is a great song. Yes, that's exactly it because he needs it, and that's us saying he's got mental issues and needs to be institutionalized absolutely to save himself and others. Isn't that funny, though, when you say that, uh, oh, yeah, he needs help. They should put him in an institution. Then people who uh, are on the side of that get mad that you said it that way. Oh, he needs to be put away for a little bit. Oh, my God, you don't say that about somebody. I'm not talking about every person with mental health issues. I'm talking about him. This dude threw couches out of a high-rise because he was mad and nearly hit a baby. I I don't know how much truth there is to how close it was right. but some guy was standing there like there's couches falling on this building it was antonio browns he got away with it got swept under the rug but the dude has almost hurt people before he stood in a freezer for a while and made his feet fall off <laughs> the guy's gonna hurt himself he's not normal put him in a straight jacket throw him in the ocean <laughs> now that would have been wrong <laughs> somebody should kill him that would have been wrong yeah but he's not wrong about uh, putting him in a straight jacket. I, I'm all for that. He'd still catch the ball. The guy's got sticky hands. The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.